0: This episode is brought to you by Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. Hey kids, do you like to get crunk? Of course you do! Drink Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean, the light and refreshing beverage that is just what the doctor ordered. Find out what makes all your friends cooler than you and grab a can of Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. Packed with real sugar, artificial flavoring, and a kick that is sure to knock you out. Five out of five doctors swear by the great taste of Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. And why wouldn't they? It has three times the FDA's recommended daily serving of opiates. Drink a Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean today. A Popco brand. Hello, and thank you for cracking another road soda, Road Soda 126. Most people would tell you to slow down on the road sodas, but not us. Not us. Not us. On this episode, we are seduced by Dracula. Mm -hmm. We grind some grindstone, and we hide our drugs in the most obvious place. I'm Isaiah Cooper. With me is...
1: Justin Mitchell.
0: Mitchell, Mr. Justin Mitchell. Uh... A, always a fun episode. Always mm-hmm. a great show. Um, now, we had uh, um, Grant has been very involved mm-hmm. with the show, uh, which I love. With you know, it's almost like he is the fact checker sort of third party uh denouement if you will of the show Mm -hmm. um so last week we had mentioned we did an article about uh sinkholes in the news Mm -hmm. and he almost immediately sent and when i was like i don't think i've ever seen footage of a sinkhole of course Mm -hmm. he sent security footage of a sinkhole like arguably in the worst possible place you could ever have a sinkhole
1: like a classic car museum or something like that
0: yeah Yeah, let's look uh so i'm gonna play it real quick and uh, obviously, you can't see. I'm going to put the link to this in the show notes so you guys can can check it out. should be down right, in the details. So all of
1: a sudden, we have a small shift.
0: Which I believe you mentioned.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. I said that it, it's usually a small shift and then it kind of... Uh, it just all collapses.
0: Yeah, so you see like a big kind of like yeah a shift, and then like some tiles start to fall out. And, it is. and these
1: look like very expensive cars. There's like four of them, and they all look very very well taken care of. Yeah,
0: they are. I'm um, just checking to see how much long, and they're they're all Corvettes. Oh, and then boom, all and then of then it's them done. In. Yeah, yeah, it's over. That's really sad. Um, I actually found a news a news article. I think this was in 2017, but I found a, a news like newsroom thing of it, mm-hmm. and they're. It was a Corvette museum. Oh, God. And so the, I was right. Yeah, classic yeah, cars. Classic sort, yeah. cars. And the Corvettes that uh, the two, I think it was like two actually fell into the hole. They were like one of a kind. <laughs> yeah. Unreal, man. <laughs> one of a kind. they just gone. Uh, great place to build your car museum. Um, so that's interesting. That's, that's what it looks like. Now, it could be somebody in a sleeping bed, man. Uh, also... Then he sent, uh, let's see, he sent another email. Guys, you can send in, again, if you're listening to the show and you hear something and you you want to pipe up, you're like, oh my God, that's like, I have something to say about that. You mm-hmm. can do it. You send it, uh, you can write into the show, mail at gmail.com. Or you can also uh, call us, at 706-200-1213. It's an easy number to remember. You can always just, as you're listening, just call and give us your, your, your comments and we'll play it right here on the show. So let's see, He he... Last week, we did a whole segment on Byte, the new predecessor to Vine, Mm -hmm. which has been out now for uh, a couple of weeks, and Grant was also a Vine user and also, uh, you know- That's how I met him and everything, but this is what he says: Uh, these these my bites. So it's at Precious Memories. If you go on Bite Mm -hmm. at Precious Memories, I'll be sure to add him. Uh, This is my first time opening this email, so he said, "My thoughts on Bite. Where are the hashtags? I I saw people using hashtags, but myself, I've only posted one thing, so I wasn't sure." if they were working or people just using the hashtags but they're not actually linking to anything Mm -hmm. was kind of important like hashtag late night party patrol competitions etc which Mm -hmm. that was kind of cool back in the vine days they had this thing it was once a week um they had people hosting a competition and so there would be like a um there would there would be a sort of prompt and everyone would make Vines based on that prompt and hashtag it with late night party patrol and mm-hmm. there'd be people that were checking them and they would choose their favorites and they would like Revine them and post them on their own profiles and then at the end of the night They would announce winners and then those winners would it would end up hosting the next one uh, It was a really cool thing that they had set mm-hmm. up um, So hard to not post old vines I've done uh, one now three I've done one new and three old so far. So so many people have like I looked on my phone. I actually have old vines saved on my phone too, and I've been considering posting them myself. But I've got to the I've got back in the habit. Nice to see some familiar faces popping up on there. I hope it continues, which I hope it does too. I hope it. Well, if Grant's on there, I'll download it. Well, fuck yeah, it, It's it's a kind of an a, an app that's like vine in itself and bite are just breaths of like different air Mm -hmm. like when you're scrolling through so much of because it's it's more creative pushing whereas every you you there's a lot of cringy shit on there but there's a lot a lot of times you end up running into stuff that it's like wow these guys like really put in a cool effort and you can see the effort and you and it's they made like an awesome like they created a cool product where it's like instagram and all that stuff is is just so steeped in like here's my tits and my ass and here or here's my muscles and check it out like it where um so it's 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 a it's kind of like a different when you start scrolling through something like bite it's just a different experience and it's kind of nice and then it also inspires you to you know do something on your own so yeah that's uh you can check out grants at precious memories and uh, i'm gonna go ahead and check that out as well um but yeah, can't hurt to download Byte and see what's going on. Hopefully it gets some traction against TikTok, which is fucking big. But um also, you can call into the show 700 uh, 200 whoa 706 200 1213 that is the the phone number that you can call. Now let's see here. Uh this was this came to us on Wednesday. And um yeah, let's see what he says. Sorry. Hey, it's Grant with my uh, review of Grindstone.
1: Um, yeah. Gotta say, it's very similar to the original game Grinder. Um, you end <laughs> up in the uh, Howling Wolves Inn with real muscular guy and uh, at <laughs> the end of the night you really felt like creepy. Uh, but seriously, though, um, it was a fun, really fun game. Um, I would say it's binge-worthy. Um, I, I liked the little intro cartoon. I think it's funny that he's like trying to save up for like a timeshare vacation yeah yeah (laughs) the mud flats (laughs) um um, i think on to 11 or excuse me level 11 so it seems like i'm halfway through the game um but having a blast with it and it's definitely not the type of game that i would normally choose
0: good luck with the episode thanks Bye. thanks grant thanks grant fuck yeah see um hell yeah man that's his i'm I'm very happy because uh Last time we got his his review on the arcade segment just a little bit after we had recorded the episode. This this one is right on time. And uh, that's for the episode we did today. We, uh, we review Grindstone in this one. So Grant liked it. He said it was definitely a binge worthy and uh, you can see how we feel about it later on in this episode when we do the arcade segment. Uh, thanks for fucking joining us on another episode, guys. We had a great episode as always lined up for you. Hope you enjoy. But first, how about another word from our sponsors? Do you want to walk in the park, but don't have a reason to? Dick Diamond's used pet sales. I've got dogs, cats, horses. Once, we even had a giraffe. Stop by Dick Diamond's used pet sales. Our pets are cheap and reliable. And all our pets are just like new and gently used. We got a hamster from my son, Timmy, and it lived for six months. It only died cause it was eaten by our cat. That we also got from Dick. What's really sad is that the cat choked to death on the hamster. Timmy was hysterical. Thankfully, we got the diamond warranty plan and Dick set us up with a replacement gerbil and parrot in no time. <coughs> Don't spend top dollar for new pets. I've got perfectly good ones right here. Dick diamonds used pet sales. The segment that everybody waits for every week—it's the people thirst for our our shattering news. They hunger mm-hmm. for more news every mm-hmm. every week. It's you know, it's working for Fox. It's working for CNN. And it's mm-hmm. going to work for Road Soda. You it's know, we're really trying to bust right into now. that market, yeah. even though we really just take their we just take their news for mm-hmm. the most part. Here we come. This is the news everyone uh, aches for, and I want to give my title. I'm sorry. Uh, don't. Don't usually do. Don't usually do murders. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> like, even even I'm confused. Don't, I don't normally do murders. No, I don't. do normally. That's what. Uh, so with this article, the what I meant by that is is typically I don't bring up. Uh, I don't have articles on here that are like murders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When, uh, things that are dark, is I sift through a lot of deep dark shit. Like usually when I start scrolling through some of the news that we're gonna do or looking for news i get depressed as shit because some Mm -hmm. of the news i'm like dude this stuff is sour it sucks so i'm really trying to pull the stuff out that it's like yeah it's kind of bad in a way but it's also you know so here's one ready man charged with breaking into nursing home killing patient right now you're like okay (laughs) where's the humor in that yeah you (laughs) killed an old lady (laughs) or maybe i don't know The man is facing charges that he broke into a Florida nursing home and suffocated a 95-year-old patient.
1: What? Okay, where are we going with this?
0: (laughs) Records show that 47-year-old William Hawkins is being held on first-degree murder charges for January 5th slaying Robert Morel. So it was a man. I didn't know that either. Uh, Let's just keep reading. Port St. Lucie police say... Broke into the nursing home and suffocated Morell with a pillow. They said Hawkins had been involved with Morell's girlfriend. Oh, so Hawkins is the murderer. Is forty-seven years old and has been fooling around with this ninety-five-year-old guy's girlfriend.
1: Okay, a sugar daddy, I'm assuming, of some sort, maybe. I think
0: it's a sugar. She's a sugar mama. He's like a sugar baby. All maybe, right. maybe the lady's also older.
1: Yeah, this is levels. Yeah, there's levels.
0: Police say she had no part in the slang and had been warned. Uh, had warned the home that Hawkins might attack Morel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hawkins allegedly told detectives that killing Morel. This is this is the part that really got me. This was the segment that uh, Mike Suncoast, the excerpt that they took for their tweet. Like mm. this is this is the tweet ready? Hawkins allegedly told detectives that killing Morel was a long time goal, <laughs> and compared it to climbing Mount Everest.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> little easier he's, than he's, he's at the he's literally at the court and he's treating it like he's like it's a after fight press conference. Yeah, you know we came into this camp were we, little, we were we <laughs> were nervous because you know I got that thing with my knee. I wasn't really sure if I was gonna get through the window and. Um, you know, I, yeah, but we had a
0: game plan. We stuck to our plan, yeah.
1: and you know, we were worried my arthritis was going to flare up, and I was going to have a hard time holding the pillow down. But honestly, he he went down easy, and you know, we did we're a lot of uh, dips and yeah. push
0: ups to to you know pr- to to get yep. that lock position steady. And, and like I said, we 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 had a game plan. We went in, yeah.
1: and I want to shout out Netflix for the for the Dahmer series for the the inspiration. Thank and you. obviously, I want to thank God, appreciate what you do, and uh, you know, so thanks.
0: And to everybody that has hiked Mount Everest. Uh, I'm kind of just like you guys We're now. Equals. Pretty much just equal because I killed, I suffocated a 95 year old man in a in a few minutes, and I, uh, that's almost just like it's pretty much the exact it's just same thing. The goal, you know, we all yeah. have
1: goals, so I appreciate everybody. And uh, also, I don't want to go to jail though.
0: Nope. Yep. Yeah, you guys. If you guys knew what he did, he was fucking my girlfriend, and yeah. whatever. My girlfriend was fucking him. It Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's dead now, mm-hmm. and it's just like spending three months climbing the tallest mountain in the world, just killing that 95 year old guy. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. All right, so we done here. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: oh man so here's (laughs) look at the picture of the guy i know he looks like the type of dude who would murder somebody (laughs) he looks like a murderer murderer all right next next anybody ever told you you're like out at a bar you see him has anybody ever told you that you look like someone who would smother a ninety-five-year-old <laughs> oh, man. You get that oh, a lot. Stop. No, oh, really. stop! Oh, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm s- no, no, no. No, honestly. I do get that. I yeah. do get it a no, lot. I, and honestly, but dude, I think you could do it.
0: I think you're making you're making me blush. I you're, know. you're just being too no, nice. Your
1: you face s- is just always red. No, <laughs> I, you, like, I if you see that
0: picture? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. It Could be because I'm totally hammered right now and always. All right. This was uh, this one, the other one. I think I've used this headline a number of times. Life is not a movie. Okay. Used it a number of different times. Ready? <clears throat> Package labeled bag full of drugs leads to Florida arrests. Pretty I much. actually
1: saw this on Reddit. You did? And I thought it was a fucking joke. Always. Yeah. I thought it was it, like an ate the onion. Yeah, yeah. Have Are you, you familiar ever seen with this concept?
0: Um yeah, there's this uh I when I recently started going through Reddit, I saw that they yeah they have the subreddit not the onion. No no, it's called ate the onion. Ate the onion. It,
1: yeah, ate the onion is the oh, sister shit. subreddit to not the onion. And okay. It's people who read onion articles and think they're real. Oh. And share them on Facebook. And share them. Oh yeah.
0: no no, no so yeah. It's
1: called ate the onion, and that's what I thought this was.
0: Oh wow, I love that ate the onion. Yeah. That's really that's really it's clever. clever. Yeah. And uh, but and. I'm only familiar with uh, the Not The Onion, which is real articles like this that, posted on Not The Onion, which is like, this is real shit. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is Not The Onion. Um, which, if I could go way, way back in time, that might be what I named this second. Yeah,
1: yeah, Imagine <laughs> if you started that subreddit, the podcast oh, would be blown up. The
0: podcast. Maybe I just... You know what would be easier is just to... Make a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> Go back in time. Mm-hmm. That'd be easier than making the podcast big. Uh, package labeled bag full of drugs leads to arrest. And that's exactly what happens. As you can see, it's like this canvas bag with big letters. And then like a, it looks like a makeup bag. Yeah. And uh, it just says
1: bag full of drugs. Did they think yeah. like, were they trying <laughs> to do the hide in plain sight They'll trip? never check in there. Yeah, they won't check. They're never... It's Maybe psychology, it was, Isaiah. They're not gonna. I'm telling you, dude. They're not gonna check. Just, just let's just do it. Look, man. I mean, it says it right on the bag, though. Yeah, no, I get that. But the thing is, is that if you saw a bag uh-huh. that said bomb on it, right, you would assume like, oh, there's not a bomb in there. I mean, I would check. Would you? Well, I mean, I mean if it was my job, look, Isaiah. Listen, I took a intro to psychology class okay. at community college, okay. and I learned about a little something called reverse psychology. Okay. So basically, what? it's yeah. Yeah, so basically, it's a way to socially engineer somebody to do what? the opposite of what you want them to what? Okay, do. Okay, okay. So if we put bag full of drugs on our bag right. full of drugs, uh-huh. n- no one's gonna look because they're like, no one would be dumb enough to do that. Right. So you're, I'm saying we're dumb so enough I, to do so that. Tr- okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to can
0: I would never put. So you're trying to make me feel dumb for not putting my drugs in a. Bag labeled bag full of drugs. You, and you're, you're using doing, reverse psychology on so me well. for that? You're doing okay, so great. I get it. Is, here's the thing, dude. It says, yeah, so authorities say two men caught speeding down Interstate 10 in Florida's panhandle were carrying a package marked bag full of drugs. Florida Highway Patrol trooper stopped the car after clocking it at 95 miles an hour. You think
1: that's the first mistake?
0: That's your first
1: mistake. You like if you're moving you're, yeah.
0: goods, now I'm not a criminal, right? So take this with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But you want to follow all the laws yeah. surrounding like what you're doing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because you don't want to draw attention mm-hmm. to yourself. Uh, on Saturday, and discovered that the, men, that the men was arrested on a felony warrant. He called the sheriff's deputy to assist. Uh, so obviously they show up. A canine alerted. Oh, dude, I haven't read this article, but don't tell me it took the canines being like, no, check the fucking bag. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And it's like, you stupid dog, they wouldn't do that.
0: No, dog, you d- no dog. your nose must be wrong because yeah. nobody would ever put drugs in a bag. Market. Isaiah, Isaiah,
1: get your dog to fucking calm down.
0: Look, my dog can read.
1: No, it can't. It, it can't it's read. It's reading. It says it's, it's- No, it can't read. <laughs> read. If, if, if your dog could read, it would chill the fuck out, man. I'm if your dog could one.
0: read, it would know that there is no, there's drugs no drugs in that in bag. That bag.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, fine. I'll open the bag, Isaiah, for please, your stupid please, dog. Your, I'll your do stupid. it for Rex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you for- <laughs> I'll humor this stupid fucking I'll dog. I'll humor
0: your dumb fucking dog. <laughs> a canine alerted to contraband on authorities I'm found sorry. the bag and the other drugs and paraphernalia in the car. The dog's like looking at the bag like, uh, <laughs> the I'm, bag. I'm
1: sorry. I know it's not okay to <laughs> laugh at your own jokes. I recognize it. <laughs> no, dude. That is, Oh man.
0: this, this one writes itself. Like they, it took, a, it took them bringing in the dog and they're mm-hmm. like, mm, well, it can't be that. And they like toss it aside and the dog's like, look, dude, I don't even <laughs> smell. I didn't even have to. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, dude, it would be one thing if there were like two girls driving and then they saw it like for them not to check. I wonder if they got reprimanded for not checking that bag full of dr- like the, the bag marked bag full of drugs. Well, and what's so
1: funny is that like, imagine the cop being like, Hey, so what's in the bag? Uh, not drugs. Not drugs. It bad. says right on there. It says or, right on there. Fuck. It. God damn it. It's opposite. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I fucked up. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: well, it's like, yeah, they would never do that officer. So I didn't check there. It's mm-hmm. like, why did it take a canine mm-hmm. to be like, and they're like, ooh, how dumb they must have felt. Sure. I dev- I'm so glad I didn't read this article before getting to that point. Because yeah. again, if it was like two girls driving and like that could have been a makeup bag, but like what the fuck else would mm-hmm. it?
1: They open it up, it's like a gun. I, <laughs> dude, how great would it be if they opened it up and it was just like Nutella? It's like that's my drug. That's oh, my
0: drug. You caught me. I'm Got diabetic. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So All right um what's next what's next is again i did i saw like the title of this article i clicked it uh this came to us from um it's kxl.com which i think is like a once i click on it we'll see here but it's i i was i because we usually do like three KXL news um i think it's like a northwestern news source yeah north that's exactly what it says northwest news Mm. um it says spokane developer sentences sentenced for bizarre scam and uh i always like scam stories it's always fun to talk about scam stories obviously after the last two articles that we did it's going to be tough to to top that one but let's just see what we can do i literally have no comprehension of what this article is so let's just start uh going with it a prominent spokane real estate developer has been sentenced to one year of home confinement and a $60,000 fine involving a bizarre scheme in which people smashed motor vehicles into each other to defraud insurance companies.
1: Huh. So we intentionally crash our cars, right. we both file insurance claims, and then can you profit off of that? And then money. Step yeah. one, smash cars. Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't <laughs> understand how you can profit off that. Do you just not repair the car? You get a payout? Rep-
0: I'm a real estate agent. Okay, I'm not an insurance person. Clearly, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> if we both just smash our yeah. cars and then claim, yeah, stuff. Okay, um, we'll we'll lie a little bit. I don't know. That seems alright. Richard Ronald Wells was also sentenced Wednesday to three years of probation as part of the multi-state scheme with numerous defendants. Wells pleaded guilty last April to six counts of mail fraud and one count of money laundering and other crimes. Each crime carried the possibility of ten to twenty years, but Wells did not receive any jail time. Because oh, you know it's a white collar crime; it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. That's a very short article. Mm-hmm. You ever read the book Rant by oh, Chuck yes, Palahniuk? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they have that whole thing in the book.
1: That's one of my favorite books. They got the party crashing in that book. Uh, Is that in that book? I I literally read Rant. Let's see. I was probably seventeen. Or eight, so we're talking like probably when it first came out, thirteen years ago. So if you recall, that's the one that's told from multiple perspectives. Yeah, there's like, in fact, on one
0: page. Mm It's like each paragraph is a different person. It's right. almost be like the
1: sheriff or his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, I do definitely remember this. I, I don't remember party crashing, but I do remember that book.
0: I loved how that book was written. It's mm-hmm. genius because it's like it's like somebody sat down and interviewed 30 people mm-hmm. and then broke up like took all their interviews to create one narrative. So like on when on one page it'll be like maybe three or four people's account of what happened but yeah. all in that one scene. Yeah. So the, this it's all chronological, mm-hmm. but it's still like told by multiple people. It's really cool. Um, but there is this aspect of the book called Party Crashing where they they'll go out in these cities at night in their cars and they have different things they do to their car to signal that they're a part of the party crashing group. Like they might bolt a Starbucks cup to their to the roof of their car. So it looks like they're just driving around all willy nilly with like Mm -hmm. a coffee cup on the top of their car or different things like that. And then they just cruise around at night in these cities and they try to find each other and then they just um what they do is they they just crash into each other, like they try to do demo derby oh, out, right, out, and right. out in like yes, the streets I do, yeah,
1: I remember this for sure,
0: and there's this split second when they crash into each other where like it distorts time, and that's like the whole reason why they kind of do it is right. because they want to like right. kind of alter time for themselves or something like that, mm. some crazy shit like that, it's mm. really fucking cool um but uh, yeah, dude, what the fuck was he doing?
1: What the fuck were they doing?
0: Clearly, his real estate developer. Just what do they would I don't know I couldn't even came they my head around.
1: like tr- their goal is to get the cars to be totaled and then they can cash out on it or something
0: or maybe they would just lie like they would both crash into each other and then they would overclaim mm-hmm. both of them would overclaim like yeah. my car's total your car, your car's totaled right yeah D- uh, both cars are totaled we're saying yeah. it but really it's just like a ding yeah and then they yeah. and then they because both parties are like agreeing and stuff who knows that sounds fucked up anyway
1: that's the news
0: that's the f- f- fucking news man. We, we, we come back next week and get you some more, get you some more news.. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. Did you know there is no better way to stay calm and relaxed? Studies have shown that households that buy Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean have a 3% lower incidence of domestic violence. I can say it saved my wife more than once. With its crisp, bubbly taste and full opiate profile, you just can't say no to a Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. A Popco brand. So, yeah, he he fired me and, and um, I left and I went home. And, and here, the thing is, my entire time at that place, I never once saw anybody get fired who didn't deserve it. Every, I saw a number of people come and go and get fired. Uh, there was, the first person I saw get fired was um, my first manager when I got there. His name was, uh, I don't want to say his name, but, because <laughs> I just started recording and I don't know if I'm going to use this or not. Oh, okay. Um, but he, he he got fired and it was because there was these, we had this customer or it was his customer and they were, uh, there were these these loads of, of frozen chicken that needed to be picked up and every time we missed a pickup there was a penalty there was a um a charge of like a pretty outrageous fucking charge added for for missed pickups and he the way he was handling it was very shady and dodgy and he was just like very dismissive he was like yeah yeah we'll take care of it but he had like no intentions of taking care of it and they went back and listened to his calls and it was just like he was racking up like thousands of dollars and, and just ignoring it and not doing anything. And so the he uh, um, our boss rightfully said, you know, I've lost confidence in you to be able to do this. We can't keep you here anymore. Fired him. That makes sense, right? That's perfect reason to fire somebody. And the next person I saw get fired was uh, they wouldn't come in until like 10 in the morning. They wouldn't tell anybody they were going to be late. They mm-hmm. would leave early. Some days they just wouldn't show up. They wouldn't tell anyone. And they would do this for weeks on end. Weeks weeks on end and they were in a position of uh it was like an assistant manager position so this one guy has such a large book of business that he had to have somebody manage it for him um and that was her book and that was her position so it was like a manager over a lot of people she got fired rightfully so right she had perfect reason to fucking get fired um the next guy very very dodgy so much so that it created a uh it created a verb in the company uh, so this, kid, this guy's name was chris he was and i'll, I'll say his fucking name because fuck that guy and uh he was hired at the exact same time as me We started on the same day and from the second i met him uh, from the second i met him i knew that guy was fucking greasy as shit and i didn't like him and uh he got moved to a different team and he got chewed out a lot for making zero phone calls doing nothing right So I would like be fucking hammering on the phones and trying to get shit done and I'd look over at him and he would just be sitting there with his arm up on his like up on his head just Mm -hmm. like looking at his computer and it would get to me so much and they ended up moving him onto a better team with more freight than he was making more money on and it really pissed me off because he was doing nothing and then they came down on him for um, not making phone calls. So what he did was he started punching the phone and it wasn't like. Carrier like there's hundreds of thousands of Trucking companies in the US It's the number one job in America mm-hmm. and it's we have access to complete lists in any state country zip code of those companies and You can go there and you can find hundreds and hundreds of phone numbers and You can just dial those phone numbers all you want, but he wouldn't even do that. He was just eight five seven six three zero nine eight five, just fucking punching numbers and they would look go back and look at him and like call them and they were like police departments and shit. Like just dude, if you're gonna just punch some numbers, at least make them trucking company. At least try. Like, at least fucking try. My God. <laughs> dude, so this guy and that's not even what he did. So let me try to explain this to somebody who does not uh who's never who is not in the company. So who I
1: yeah I've never I and I um I also I'm not really understanding what a what a truck what a tra- uh, the, like, the, the the thing they got the wheels got a lot of them well um, not on tracks not okay so it's not a train
0: okay not a train yeah
1: now well, boats are the ones without wheels accurate well <laughs> <laughs> Dad, this is hard I All right, know. So, okay so I'm so, out of the company what's what's the deal
0: um okay so this is what he was doing right so on a team a load comes out and a load is a, a company going we have 30,000 pounds of gummy bears sitting in Berlin, Pennsylvania, and it needs to go to East Cicero, Illinois. Mm -hmm. Here is uh, $900 to move that. Please move it. So then uh, the the sales rep gets that information, and then he turns uh, to his brokers, and he's got three or four of them, and he gives that information to his brokers, and they immediately jump to the phones and start calling trucking companies. Now, there are these websites that are kind of, that are available and, and truckers live post and they're like, I'm in Berlin and I'm looking to go to Illinois, right? That kind of stuff. So you're looking for those guys. Uh, we also have a vast history, of a vast lane history of shit we've done. So you would also go there and you start calling guys that have done that load for us before. Hey, are you there again? Are you there again? Are you there again? That kind of shit, right? Now somebody finds a rate. Somebody finds now we got it for 900 so we want to do it for as much Less than 900 as we can Because the margin is what we live by. That's that's our money So he's going to try to find Like an 800 or mm-hmm. 750 So uh, I find an 800 Poop. and I send out 800 And then on most teams There's like this stipulation of time Where they can keep Finding other things and kind of like Beat each other out It's usually like 3 minutes right So uh, somebody says 800 And then Chris would um, go I have a I have an 802, so then I have two 800s, right? And then a couple, a, like a minute will go by, and then he goes, I got a 750. And then somebody might say, I have a 700, and he would just go, I got a 650, right? Because a lot of times it's you, we would have to be in in. Uh, so would of... he
1: actually have it?
0: Well, no. <laughs> Everyone else in the company yeah. would. Right. That's the thing, cause, but here's here's what he was doing, right? I got a 650, Right. So what he would do is he would find a truck at like 800, right? So he did find the 800. So he has a guy that'll do it for 800 bucks. Mm -hmm. And he's got, uh, but he wants to win the load. So somebody else finds a legitimate 750 and he just goes, I got a 700. And then somebody finds maybe a legitimate 650. He goes, I got a 600, right? He just keep going. Whatever it needed to be to win it, he would win it. And then he would turn to the paperwork that we send to the truck And he would uh, um, write down 800, send it to the truck, and then before the paperwork, and then like immediately change that number to what he told everybody he booked it for, right? So everyone's looking at it and it says like 600. And then he would wait until the weekend on Sunday and he would sign back into our software and then he would readjust the load that he did that with back up to the rate that he actually paid for the truck so this man is unethical (laughs) outstandingly right wow and this wasn't like uh and he was doing it just so he could beat the people around him just so he could be like i beat you and he would do that he would do that shit and then he would look at them and he'd laugh and he goes you'll be better next time i beat you like dude this guy was a slimy sack of shit right so they caught him doing this. And it wasn't like, ah, I did it once, I did it twice. They didn't know how many times he did it. They couldn't figure out how many times. It was just like a lot, right? It was not once. It was not twice. It was like a, an amount. And what he would do is he would so write down. So he cost down,
1: the company a lot of money is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, he stole that. a lot of money. Yeah,
0: because other people that he said he he beat had legitimate – like if, if he – When they said they had a seven fifty, they actually had a seven fifty. So you
1: would have made more profit. Yes, if we'd gone with them by actually a large percentage. If you're talking about seven fifty to nine hundred versus eight hundred to nine hundred, right? Like that fifty dollars
0: is a lot of money. Fifty dollars is a lot of money. It's a it's a large percentage. And because it it sounds
1: like your your margins for this particular thing, uh, it seems like volume is more important. Because it seems like your margins are not that great.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. If we're making so if we have um, nine, if we're given nine hundred dollars. And then we spend seven hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars isn't that bad, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, you do want high volume. Yeah. And then volume usually in that same percentage
1: area is how you live. So you so you guys are looking at like somewhere between like eighteen and thirty uh, percent profit right. would be I- ideal, or not profit, but but margin. Margin, right? yeah,
0: yeah. And then that margin is divvied up like we get a percentage of it, right. and then the company obviously it's it's fucking outrageous. But dude, it was so this guy. <laughs> And and then he was doing that, and they caught him, and they fired him, and that. So from then on, uh, and I don't want to pat my own back, but I'm going to pat my own back. I'll pat but it for you. From then on, anytime somebody said I have an eight, like I have an eight hundred, and then the next email came out, I had a I have a seven fifty, and every, like as soon as you did that, somebody on the team would would just uh, either send a picture or they would send they would send crisscross. cross or they would send a picture of the of the duo Chris yeah, cross yeah yeah cuz that's the guy's name was chris oh yeah. nice <laughs> nice nice and I, but i coined it that was crisscross. cross and dude it, to this day like so that the, was your legacy That was my legacy was the crisscross. cross i coined that term with that greasy motherfucker but anyway you, i say all of that mm-hmm. to say that when i got fired like those are the people that were fired before me mm-hmm. and when i went in there his basis for firing me was um, your performance on Friday was shit. Right. There are people in there that had a month of poor performance, and he they call him into the office and they go, "Look, uh, last month you didn't do so well. Your call volumes were down, uh, your margin was down, and it looks like you know those kind of go hand in hand. So uh, you know this next month we're gonna we really gotta you know." Here's some benchmarks. We gotta hit these benchmarks, and yeah. I, we, I need you to do better. I need you to do better this next month. Mm-hmm. Now go out there and fucking get them, right? I've had those conversations. You know, like when I first started, there was there was uh, like, but it would be like a week. I'd come in and be like, "Hey, what's going on? It looks like you're you're doing not doing so well this mm-hmm. week. So uh, let's try to let's try to do better, right? Because every person that this guy hires is an investment, especially somebody who the the knowledge of the job, um, the knowledge of the Uh, um, not just the job, but the entire industry is extremely valuable. And then um, the training is, is extensive. There are people that like I worked there for almost two years and my knowledge was greater than most of the people that had worked there for like four years. Right? Mm -hmm. Like I had a greater knowledge than a lot of these other people just because I moved around the company so many different times and uh, I was, I was quick at learning it and I, and I enjoyed learning it. And, um, so when you hire somebody else, you have to hope that they're going to learn just a fraction of that information. And not only that, but you you're paying them for like a couple of months just to fucking sit there and learn. So it's like it it's a suck on your your pocketbook everything to fucking hire new people. So you do what you can to keep the people. You don't you don't just fire them. Like why would you fire them? Like that was the impression that I had until I got fired like uh, and then I got fired. And I went home, and it was fucking rough. It was really, really rough. And um, I got a bunch of phone calls from the people that still work there and texts and stuff. They are all like, holy shit, what happened? We don't know what's going on. We're sorry. What can we do? Can we help you? All that kind of stuff. And I just fucking ignored everything because I was not – I didn't want to talk to anybody, obviously. And then um, it was finally that, like, the day after that I I started – you know, answering phone calls and talking to people. And it uh, turns out that um, somebody else was fired that same day. So it wasn't just me. It was another guy. And then another guy put in his two weeks all on the same day. And it was just um, – and, and if it wasn't for the third guy putting in his two weeks, it's almost very safe to say that there would have been a third person fired as well. It's almost like that was just like – by the grace of God that landed in his lap. Yeah. Because to me, uh, not to me, but once I started, once, once, once we started piecing it all together and I was like talking to the people that were still working there, especially the guy that put in his two weeks, he was like, yeah, man, you know, you just got to think about it like this, like this time of year when we're all doing our tax returns and we're getting money back, companies like his are paying a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They're paying a lot in taxes. And, um, he I, it was like in November December like that last quarter We all realized like he was making these crazy decisions like he he created our position And our position was just two people Getting paid and not making anything for the company not doing anything for the company And he had, one of them was his brother and he eventually fired his brother but his brother was a fucking you know junkie mm-hmm. and um, it was just like yeah, and, and there was a, just a a number of other things that were going on. Like he just kept shelling money out for and being like, yeah, I'll do that. Like he was buying new software. He was buying, purchasing uh, um, different pres- uh, subscriptions to like software to use for the company and stuff mm-hmm. for these new positions and doing all this stuff and just doing it. And then all of a sudden tax season came around and, he, and the CFO was like, do you see what's happening here? See how the numbers are all going this way? Well, we want them to go this way. So go out there and figure out how to make the numbers go that way really quick.
1: Yeah, and also I just want to say that um, by linking it to something performance-based, since Florida is a right to work, then um, yep. you're, I don't think that you're eligible for I'm unemployment. 100%. Yeah. Where, where had you been laid off with perhaps like a two-week pension or something, because well, yep. they, they, if they were transparent and said, hey, man, we, we can't afford you right now, we've nope. overextended... Yeah, so that's a very shitty way to go about that. Dirty, dirty, dicked. Because that's exactly yeah. what it
0: was. Yep. What
1: exactly
0: what it was was a um, is it a pen? It's it's a, something else. A, a severance.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I called it a pension. No, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think it's probably technically a very a similar severance. thing. It's yeah, the same, yeah. but uh, a severance. Yeah, that's when 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 you work with somebody, and and I expect what he did from a company of thousands. That's large and corporate and has many offices across America. That's what I expect. I expect people to make those decisions over positions of people they have never met and never intend to meet and they just go, we need to fire this guy, we need to fire this guy and yeah. uh, clean this up, right? Yeah, that's like, um,
1: you know, at my company, the way they handle raises is your direct report um, analyzes your performance and for the year and determines a raise between uh, uh, one and 10%. So, or I think 2% is the lowest annual raise that they'll give you at my company. Um, just for like inflation, you know, um, but it's between two and 10%. And then your direct report will give it to like the department manager. And the department manager you got is like Southeastern United States, right? Like a big per. And then that person goes, uh, yes, they deserve this raise this. They deserve this raise. And it's still a person and they still are looking at you based on performance. So, the 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 next step in the chain might say, All right, I see why Nick thinks Justin should get an eight percent raise, but really, I mean, I feel like I've been dealing with some with him and I, I think he really only deserves a six. So after that's finalized, it literally they remove your name and all you have is your business center, right? So we're seventeen seventy three, which means we're US Gulf and water, which means that we handle, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's like other codes for your business center, which means this is the region and this is what we do. I'm uh U.S. Gulf transportation, right? And I'm U.S. Gulf engineering, whatever. So anyways, it literally, you just become a line on a spreadsheet and right. someone who's never met you. And even if they did meet you, you're, you're not even on there. It's just, okay, these are the salaries. These are the raises. This is our budget. What can we afford to give out? And it's, it's kind of what you're saying. Right. we like, when they make these decisions, it's a line in a spreadsheet. It's not personal. And actually, one of my friends just had to get let go because his utilization, right, billable versus non-billable time, uh, meaning that like a client is paying me for my time or a client is not paying me for my time and the company is eating this cost. Usually, 70% to 90% billable is good depending on your position, right? And if you're 70% billable, like if that's your goal, usually means you're doing a lot of business development, a lot of writing proposals, a lot of, you know, that stuff. So anyways... They just let my my buddy go, who I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna say who he is, but um, I really like how they do it. They called him in, and they were they give you a a, a two week severance, I believe, and they don't take you off the payroll for this stuff. They're like, look, we don't. They take responsibility. Like, we don't have the work to give you right now, so we are gonna send you home today, and um, you know, as work builds back up, we'll call you back in feel free to look for another job. We'll give you a nice reference. And so it's like, that's how it should be done. You know what I mean? Not like, that's what you expect at the, like that's how it should be done.
0: Corporate. That's how it should be done. Mom and pop. But the place that I'm at Mm -hmm. is an office. It's one office. It's in Bradenton. It's 35 people. I know everybody's name in that fucking place. Mm -hmm. I know most people's story in that fucking place. Like I know there, I know family members, I've met family members, especially my boss. He knows me. He knows who I am. He knows I had a kid while working there. Um, Like it is. And then he just, that's how he could have handled it. You know, he could have really, could he not have handled a two week severance? He couldn't have handled one more thing just for somebody who put in two years at his job at his at his work of business sure and then said something like look man things are tight right now um and and yeah i was in business development i was the that's what they moved me into mm-hmm. a national business development major yes i was supposed to be bringing in more business but as i told you before we even started recording i had a month i had Uh, a whole month which was the month of december which you know minus all the days we got off for christmas all the days we got off for new year's eve all the days that i took off so actual working business days in december were like almost halved Mm -hmm. and he point blank told me i don't expect you to really do anything in the month and just just get on the ground and start running as fast as you can do as much as you can toss as much into your sales funnel as you possibly can and then um and then of course the month of january and then as soon as the month of January ended, yeah, it's not working out. We're going to have to let you go. Yep. And it's, it's so obvious. Like, when you let more than one person go in a day, it's so fucking obvious what you're doing. It's not like you just all of a sudden – and it's at the beginning of the fucking first quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so transparent what you're doing. And if it's not transparent, especially to me, it's going to be transparent to the people that are still out there working and who are now being like, this is how we're operating like we're operating like this, we're operating like a fucking Walmart. Like again, I expect that I expect you to cut my ties and say go fuck yourself. But it's like, dude, you know me. You know yeah. me. I sit ten feet outside your fucking office for the past two fucking years. Yeah. And you're just gonna go, hey, you know what? Friday kind of
1: sucked for me. Yeah.
0: Go fuck yourself. Yeah.
1: It's a shitty way to let somebody go, dude. It
0: was it was hard as shit. It was hard as shit. It was, and and yeah, I had to. Um, I just, I had no intentions of leaving that company. I mean, obviously I'm doing the podcast. My only intention was, and that's for anything in life, is that the podcast starts generating some kind of income and doing more. This is what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like, I'm there. I'm fucking at your business. I'm showing up every fucking day and I'm doing what you're paying me to do every fucking day. Um, some people, sometimes people have a bad day. Do you mm-hmm. fire them over a bad day?
1: Uh, got I hope not. I would <laughs> be fired. You you know. Yeah, man.
0: And as soon as, and that's, that's the exact reason when I did it. So I couldn't fucking file unemployment because mm-hmm. it was performance based. Like what a cocksucker. Seriously, fucking cocksucker, dude. I, I just didn't expect it. Anyway, um, all the people that work there. Immediately started calling this company that like almost half of RTL was, um, is staffed by people that used to work at a different company and the different company being. And, um, so they all immediately started calling this lady that is like the, the manager over there. And, uh, I was getting calls directly from this manager lady to me.
1: Oh, so you like got
0: something lined up. Uh, yeah. I had an interview yesterday morning. And um, I got the job. I got the job. It's I start out uh, at a, a higher base pay, and, hey. yeah. and then what I then what I uh, was getting paid, and I have I make more margins than what I was doing at my final position. So my final position, I was making eight percent of everything that I brought in, and that's at the highest percentage mm-hmm. that that I would make. Here at the lowest percentage that I would make, the very lowest percentage, I'm making ten percent of everything I bring in, and then it only goes wow. up from there yeah and that's well, congratulations t- man yeah and it's i i have a i'm a week out of work until the 17th and i need to pass a piss test but um you know it's going to be kind of difficult you got use. it uh, yeah i got someone else's piss is what i got yeah <laughs> that's that's what i'm talking about but yeah dude it was just fucking me. so that's the whole story man
1: nice congratulations yeah Hey,
0: new clubs again, Bob? You just got a new set. That class action lawsuit I was a part of just settled. Oh, really? Which one? The one involving red Toyota Corollas. But, uh, you drive a Lincoln. Exactly. You gotta call these guys and get in on the action. Class action now. There are so many class action lawsuits. If you haven't settled with one yet, you are missing out. That's why we are here. Class action now. Matching real people with real class action lawsuits. If you or
1: someone you know has ever eaten too much at a Golden Corral or felt ridiculed for your film purchases, is checking out at a Holiday Inn? Or been groped by a priest in Vermont or Pennsylvania, coming soon, Ohio? Or been sexually harassed by Donald Trump? Or did that tweet from Stephen A. Johnson spoil the ending of Game of Thrones for you?
0: Then log on and fill out our short survey and we will match you with class action lawsuits that fit you. Remember, if you're not settling, you're losing. Class action now. Thanks for stopping by the uh, the arcade. Um, let me just make this known, to everybody. This, this is this is not a daycare. No, okay. this is an arcade. We come yeah. in here, we play video games. Yep. It's not a place where you
1: could just drop your kids you can't off. Just drop them off. I'm not gonna watch your kids. No man,
0: I don't care for what your kids are doing in here.
1: I'll give them espresso.
0: Give them, yeah, I give them espresso, espresso and then I kick them out. Mountain Dew. I say, no, yeah, get no, yep. Yep. <laughs> no, get out of here. Get out of
1: here. Teach him a couple curse words.
0: Yeah, good ones. The good ones. Yeah, the man. ones um, that will get him far in life. Like lollyfogger. Yes.
1: God. Am I, I allowed would've... to say that on the podcast? Probably not.
0: No one's ever said it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, This week's Apple Arcades so is the Apple Arcade segment. We play Apple Arcade games. It's a subscription-based uh, arcade thing. It's like the Netflix of... Um, mobile gaming it's awesome it's in the apple arcade uh it's in the apple uh, app store there and the game that we played this week was grindstone yes indeed now i've never played a game that was sorry i didn't mean to play footsies with the under the table right. now i've never played like a match them up blow them up kind of grid game where mm-hmm. i guess that's what you might call like a candy crush or something mm-hmm. but that's essentially what what we're kind of looking at right this is Play Grindstone, the Apple Arcade of Games... Whoops. Grindstone is a game, sword-slashing puzzle battles, from the award-winning creators of Super Brothers Sword of Sorcery, uh, which... Uh, Sword of Sorcery EP, which... That game was r- heavily based around music. So that's why I call it an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, uh, yeah, it was a really, really interesting game. I, I think I still have it in here somewhere. Uh, Might and Magic, Clash of Heroes, and Critter Crunch. Um, so this game is like a, what would you call this art style? Actually, just hit it. What would you, yeah, this art style is like a, it reminds
1: those, me a lot of that comic headlopper. Yeah. You know, like a, like a really like colorful, um cartoony, but, but
0: it kind of reminds me of the cartooning style of the wonderful misadventures of flapjack, only brighter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Almost like, Almost like a, uh, almost like Adventure Time, but like tighter. Like yeah. you know, the line work is a little dark, like more bold and. Yes,
0: yes, it is that, and that's that same sort of uh, brighter, bright colors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so, you're climbing up this mountain. You're this, you're this uh, big fucking guy. I didn't really read much of the story that I was trying to tell me, but you're this big guy in here. Like a barbarian, big barbarian dude, and he's climbing up this uh, mountain. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's different sections to the mountain. Mm-hmm. And it's just like like a Candy Crush thing. Like I said, I've never really paid Candy Crush, but you're put on this board with mm-hmm. all these monsters and you can only like
1: attack the monsters based on color. Right, so you got red, yeah. yellow, green, and blue. Yeah. And you can chain together as many of the same color as you can, diagonally, any direction. Yes. And then there's other... Things where you can switch color mid-stream, right? Like so, the stones. Right. So if you get a combo of 10 or more, mm-hmm. um, then it puts a stone somewhere on the map. And if you get that stone, you could change colors. One thing I didn't find out until it was way too late is that when you attack a jerk, which are things that, that you have to have a big combo in order to kill them. Yeah, it'll have like a little number. Yeah. And you have to chain up like, like 10. 5 or 10 yeah. or 20 even sometimes in order to kill them. And uh, I didn't know, but after you attack those, you can switch colors.
0: You can. I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't you know, that to this kings, point. Don't know that
1: the kings that have like the crown. Yes, you could switch colors after you kill them.
0: So I didn't know that. I
1: didn't find out until it was like way too late in the game. Yeah, I so. have.
0: I, I I still don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, and then of course you have like a um a health which is like these little hearts, mm-hmm. and then as uh you know you die or you finish a level, you can go back to the inn mm-hmm. and you can craft different um armor sets that'll like give you different perks Mm -hmm. and uh you have different like pieces of weaponry that can do different things for you uh like little potions or you can do different shit and you can have three of them at any one time when you're like doing going through these little dungeons um and of course then you pay with like the stones and different items that you collect as you go through like use the items to craft these uh use the materials to craft these items Mm -hmm. and the stones are like you pay for like beer which makes you uh gives you your hearts back, gives you your life back. But I thought it was really fun. It's really addicting. It's really addicting, and I played it a lot. Now, I only made it past the first section into the next section. Yeah. And I almost got stuck at that section because when I get to, you get to, like, the the boss, like, that first boss is, like, a boulder. Right. And then it was, like, you um, you need two crowns. Right. And I was, like, well, how do I get... I was like, I, I was like, I thought I already had two crowns. It's mm. telling me it's like you need two crowns, and yeah. I was like, I thought I collected like three or four. I was like, maybe I spent them somewhere. So I yeah. went back and I was trying to like get more crowns from these things. I was like, I mean, you it, just have to tap it. And yeah, all I had to do was just fucking tap yeah. it and let me in. So then I tapped it and it let me in, and I'm like in that area trying to fight that boss, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was playing it. I played that level, that boss level for like probably 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why isn't? It? I was like, is it something supposed to be popping up? Like yeah. And then I. I started again one day, and I actually read the stuff that came up when yeah. you, that came up when you started that boss battle. I was like,
1: "Oh, now I get it," and then I
0: was able to get through.
1: But it was still tricky because the the way to defeat that boss, even once you figure it out, it's still tricky positioning yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. yeah, so it's
0: like these little bombs come out on the field, and you have to like hit them in the proper direction yeah. to make it fly back into the boss.
1: Yeah, I'll check. I actually, I think that I am. Almost done with the second section mm-hmm. and I'm stuck on a level that is just bullshit. Yeah Like just this level bullshit. Is absolute bullshit and I'll show you real quick
0: now when you start the same level multiple times every time you start Are you noticing that the 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 bad the the bad boogans are always in the same place every time you start
1: So that's the thing is sometimes I feel like they're different as a matter. Let's do this as an experiment um, I'll start this level and we'll see if uh, We'll see
0: we'll see we will see
1: Nope. They're the same. This it is seems the same like the same. Yeah. Yeah. So look at this nonsense.
0: All right. So there's like no way through.
1: Right. So it's a line of boulders uh-huh. and those little tombstones, every like four turns, they turn an adjacent goblin thing into a zombie that uh-huh. requires five to kill. And right. when you kill that zombie with five hits, it turns into a pile of bones that have three health. Right. And if you don't kill that thing within two turns, it turns back into a five thing zombie. Right. So like... This is where you really have to start thinking about what I kill, what is going to drop down from the top row. You have oh, to start wow. setting up combos like three moves in advance. Oh fuck! And uh, that's where it really starts getting. Yeah, and it's
0: almost like I so appreciate what happens when you. Sorry, so what I'm looking at is like a these blocks all the way across.
1: What happens when you bust those blocks? Does something ever fit back into those? No, no, no. That that opens a path, and then you get okay. a resource from it, like an ore or okay, something okay. like that. And so, but basically. The thing I, 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 I enjoyed the challenge, but I was really hoping this was going to be like a quick puzzle game for like when I had a second. More mindless, but now it's yeah. like, nah, I now now gotta it's like, like, like yeah, sock the you, time, yeah. which is not so, bad. No, it's not bad at all, but um, <laughs> this, this is impossible to be a uh-huh. play it while you poo game because right. you'll be sitting there for a half hour trying to beat a level because you get pissed off.
0: I mean, yes, exactly. And you can't just stop halfway through. Like, right, it you, will can't save your ga- you can't can't. It'll, it'll save your game for like a, a minute. Yeah. Um, and then if you come back, but I've noticed after like a little while, like when yeah, you try it to come sucks. back all, Yeah,
1: I wish that I could stop mid-level and come back to it. That's actually my only complaint about the game so far is that if I lock my phone and I go back to work and then on my lunch break, I try to pick up where I was. It'll restart. Yeah, it. it'll restart. I
0: wish, you know, that might be a good... You know, if there's anything you can change, just so that you can continue on, because now it's it's asking more time of you mm-hmm. at once, especially because so much seems like chance. Yeah, like once you start going through the level, it's like you're just hoping for certain things to happen mm-hmm. in certain situations. Like you get so far, and then you have to stop because your shit breaks done. And then when you come back, you're like, oh, fuck, no, yep. it's, I can't do that again. So that is a yeah, that's a really good problem to have, is that it gets more complicated. That's why you want to play these games, you know is to have that challenge. I liked it, man. I would definitely say it's a play while you poop game up until that point. Mm-hmm. Um if you're into if you ever ever were somebody playing like Candy Crush and mm-hmm. that kind of shit, like give it a try.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I personally, even though I really enjoyed it, I love the art style and I love the game pipe. I wouldn't say it was a binge it because it's not it's not that story it's not that game with a cool story. It doesn't have like upgrade you know what I mean? It's not like No Way Home where like that's I would sit on the couch and just play that in lieu of doing something else. Whereas yeah. this, like you know, one of the times that I played this is, um, you know, Mandy was watching a show called uh, You that I'm not really interested in. Yes. Um, and uh, so while I was on, uh, I just did this. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she's also not super interested in you. So she would be doing something on her laptop with that just kind of on in the background. The we two could screen talk. generation. That's yeah, what yeah. We're it, the, yeah. the two screen, you know. And so... Uh, that's pretty much when I played it. Or, you know, I do a lot... Of, uh, well, I don't do a lot of programming, but I do some programming at work. And sometimes when you write a script, it might take a half hour to run. And uh, that's billable. So I would just, like, play Grindstone while my script ran.
0: Genius. Yeah. Well,
1: that's fucking awesome. I mean,
0: that's... Um, damn, I didn't know you knew how to write script. You oh, yeah. smart motherfucker. Yeah, so
1: we write in a language called Python. And yes. we write in a language called uh, SQL. Yes. Uh, SQL. And uh, we also write in a language called Arcade. Damn, which that's three is, languages... Uh, yeah, Arcade, though, is is actually, doesn't really count. It's a proprietary language developed by this company called Esri for use with their products. And right. most of that is literally just plug and play. Like you double click on these parameters and it populates the code for you. Oh, that's good. Um, so, uh, and um, uh, my boss is actually really, really good at coding. And then we have a data scientist that's with us who's very, very good at coding. So, you know, I mainly just do it to automate processes. So if I can see that I'm doing something and I feel like, i could m- make it automate then i do that and yeah. uh and then that gives me time to work on other things or to just chill out you well know? fuck so, yeah yeah if yeah i easy. mean
0: that's again that's a skill set that i completely eludes me i've never had to be i mean i know when you go to school for a lot of things you are you have to take a programming class mm-hmm. um but i never went to that much school and i never was in a job where it was required or anything mm-hmm. so but hey fucking I've never, it's never been something I didn't want to learn, but it's just never been something I would put my time towards unless I had to do it for something. But that's, well, fuck yeah. I didn't know that about Justin. So here we are. I think we both put that game in the same place. Mm -hmm. Uh, Play it while you poo. Mm -hmm. And if it's, you know, you might find it more addicting and you might uh, put it in a different category yourself, but I definitely think it's a great play while you poo game. Mm -hmm. You might get to that point where you can't, uh, Go any further but hey maybe you're some kind of genius and you you can you'll get through it and we just had a little bit of a it might just sound like it stopped abruptly and then we started again and that's because we did something weird it was just like a little technical difficulty thing just stopped recording but either way that's the end of the uh the arcade segment however we do have to announce what we're going to be playing this week so that we can come back next week and do it do it all again this week we are going to be playing guildlings what is Guildlings? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, what it says is, This summer, you and your best friends are heading out on a quest. You'll climb through dark tunnels to reach mythical, uh, mystical mountain temples. You'll match wits with goblins, ghosts, and sentient coffee makers. You might even save the world from, ter- from tearing itself apart. All you need to do this quest is a magical phone. Be sure to read the fine print. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh it's called guildlings a quest of wizards and wi-fi i can't wait yeah it looks like a really interesting kind of stylized game maybe a point and click kind of adventure thing but either way it looks super kind of interesting that indie type game that mm-hmm. we're expecting out mm-hmm. of the uh out of the apple arcade but uh let us know what you think about that game uh grindstone or this one whatever you want to do and send that into road mail at gmail.com or you can also send your uh Send us a um, leave a voicemail at 706 200 1213.
1: And I also just want to say that the arcade is becoming inundated with a lot of games, and it's not really possible for us to. Uh, cover all of them or even try all of them out. So if you've played one that you, right. you're like, hey, you guys got to check this out I, I would definitely like to hear it because love to you know um, Help us wade through the crap. Yeah, and and find some like quality stuff to play. I appreciate that Yeah,
0: that would be awesome. If they're like, like, Hey, I played this game I think everyone else would really mm-hmm. like it and we haven't covered it Fucking send that into road at mail at gmail.com or or you know 706 200 and let us know that game. We'd love to take your uh, your suggestions Hello! I am Gunther von Dogschniffer, proud owner of the number one canine salon in the world, Hound Obsession. The ones who brought you glitter balls. We sought it this Mister this year. The winners of each breed had glitter balls. If your dog showed up without glitter on his dangle fruiting, why did he show up at all? At Hound Obsession, we are obsessed with your dog's hinterland, from the stinking key statues of Undersack. We will dip, paint, carve, or even brand a dog's marble wagon. And we are ready to pr- Proudly debut the next hot runway style. Tassels! Beautiful streamers attached to a tiny rubber plug, painlessly installed into your puppy's Holland A veritable curtain concealing the greater fruit, in, giving delicious pecan's boo aspect. <laughs> At Hound Obsession, we are obsessed with your hound. millennial book club millennial book club so yeah i used to um you know dip more often justin and i sure. are dipping right now we uh but it's just these little snuzz they're pouches, like they're right?
1: mint it's mostly mint it's they're mostly mint p- p- and like, yeah a little bit of lip nicotine is
0: good for the conversation right yeah sure so I was up in Pennsylvania a while ago, and uh, this guy, I was at a flea market, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and I had dip in my lip, and I had like a spit bottle with mm-hmm. me, and this um, this guy running like the flea market, this old farmer guy saw me, and he goes, oh, I used to dip for 30 years, I did dip, and then he saw the bottle in my hand, and he pointed at it, and he goes, I never spit, though, and I was like, yeah, and he goes, nope, swallowed it. Gross. And yeah, and that's what I said, and then he uh, waited a beat, and he goes- Never got worms. I'm I'm sorry. Is that? Is,
1: like, let me tell you something. Like, if there are people in your family who have worms, right. I'm telling you, it's not from swallowing chewing tobacco. It's, no, well, it's, that's what prevented it. See, you understand? I never got oh, worms. Oh, I never got worms because never got worms. I swallowed it. Yeah. Oh, I took it the wrong way. Like he was like, like you know, I was rolling the dice every time I swallowed it. Like <laughs> this might be what gets me worms. You know? Oh, no, he's like, yeah, never got worms. That's great.
0: And I was like, yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> All
1: right. I don't need to. Well, I don't need to swallow. that. It's like, is that the secret? Is that mm-hmm. you? Anyway, hey, um, just real quick, I'm going to tell you. You remember how I told you that um, Mandy celebrated last night? My, my wife Amanda. Yeah. And I told you that uh, she was going to be in rough shape. This is what she just sent me. It's regrets. <laughs> regrets on a nice comfy just couch. Regrets. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel you. So is this the? M- this is the minimum box count, Min- which okay. which is a a parameter. That is chosen by the minimum box checker. Okay. And what their job is, yes. it could be a man or a woman, okay? Uh-huh. And it could be a, a, a baboon if it's really good at counting, honestly. It's I've fine. seen some good baboon counters. The, the point is, is that if you have a... Wait, <laughs> you see people who are good at counting baboons. There are four baboons. Out. No, wait, that's five. That's five. There's one hiding in the tree. He don't have worms. All right. So if you go to a warehouse... And it doesn't have a certain number of boxes. I've heard of this. The company doesn't look legit. No, and it it will not. It will not succeed. So no. empty boxes are typically put in now. Just to you, make it look like. To make yeah. it look like, so we got. we the do minim- this a lot in Russia and China. And yeah. yeah, so we got the minimum amount of boxes in here to make us look legit.
0: My dad was a minimum box checker.
1: Really? Yeah. Is that how sorry. he paid, paid his way through college?
0: Oh. Technical yeah. Technical. Well, all right. So
1: what this actually is, is the
0: millennial book club. Thank you for that long meandering (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. intro with a couple of different stories there to the millennial book club. This Mm -hmm. is the segment where we just talk about Netflix originals. There's no books involved in this segment, so uh, you can breathe. You can relax. You can relax. We're just watching TV Mm -hmm. and, uh, but it's only Netflix originals and this episode or this segment this discussion is going to be about dracula dracula, now, dracula when you last week you're like let's do dracula i wasn't as excited with these longer form like tv show things like it's it's basically like watching four sh- fucking movies every
1: episode is an hour and a half long for this thing
0: yeah it's like watching a, yeah exactly and i'm i'm not typically too excited about those but you know what i was like it's it's hot it's fresh out the kitchen, mm-hmm. and uh, let's let's do it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm very, very happy that I did. So right now, before we go anymore, I watched
1: almost all of it. Did you? I only got to see the first two episodes.
0: So I'm almost done with the third episode, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to just say spoiler alert mm-hmm. so that we can – so how about this right now? I want to I do – I want to give my – rating of this mm-hmm. up front okay i'm gonna say must watch yeah i'm okay. gonna put it there too i'm gonna say must watch now let's start talking about it and i'm gonna and and once we start getting to a point where i'm like we're gonna fucking start ruining for you, you guys you, if you've got netflix and you've got like a couple of nights to 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 watch this show even if like Oh we we'll, we'll talk like, obviously we'll talk about it like I think you should do it it's really well made and it's 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 good it's fun and um yeah so but we I want to I also kind of want to talk about it freely with somebody else who has watched it yeah. and we're going to fucking spoil it yeah. so when it comes time I'll I'll give you more of a spoiler and maybe if you're thinking like you want to watch it you should maybe not listen to that part mm-hmm. and go watch it or something but so yeah it was really well done and yeah let me say let me just read uh the net or it's not the netflix thing it's just the it's the wikipedia Dracula is a television series developed by mark gaddis and stephen Moffat. Uh, i'm sure that's not how you say that based on the novel of the same name by bram stoker uh the series was broadcast and released on bbc one and netflix and consists of three episodes Clive bang stars as the title character So, yeah, when I watched this, I got that even before last episode when when you said, let's do it, and it's got like each episode's like an hour and a half long. I was like, yeah, it's got that Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, What's his name? Uh, The guy that's. I can't think of it. Doctor Strange now. Um, Doctor Who? Doctor Strange.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Um, I can't think of it. I keep wanting to say actor's name. Yeah, I keep wanting to say Clive Owen, but his his
0: name is right there. It'll come back to me. Uh, But yeah. That was like it was like the same thing like a one season was like three episodes mm. each one was like an hour and a half long so but it it does say it's like a Netflix original mm-hmm. so maybe they just like did it in conjunction and also released it on the BBC
1: but either way uh dude yeah, th- I think it, I think a lot of things uh Netflix originals are simulcast yeah. in that mm-hmm. in that way also I just want to say that um full transparency, I w- did not want to watch this yeah um, but some I had read somewhere. Or, or, or someone had told me that um, the storytelling was excellent. And, you know, my wife and I, typically what happens is after a long day, I, I cook dinner and, and stuff. That's just like my role. You know, Mandy can't really cook. She's a great, excellent baker, right? right. But she's like, you know, she can't really cook. So I cook. And uh, then we eat dinner together. And we try not to eat dinner watching TV. You know, we try to, like, eat dinner and engage. Then we watch one episode of something. Mandy usually goes to bed at Uh 9. And then from, like, 9 to 11 is when I either play video games or usually it's when I practice guitar. I, like, you know, I have my headphones set up. And um, that's whenever I explore music or record. So we usually only have about a half hour to watch TV. Right. But what was interesting is that we broke these episodes up Mm -hmm. into like it took us three days to watch an episode right right. so it was even it was kind of fun in that way um we'd find good breaking points and um i had full like i said full transparency i had already watched the first episode last week and was like we have to do this because i I think i was i was either done with the first episode or i had watched like an hour of it and i was just like isaiah we gotta do this yeah and and you were also adverse much like i was at first it's just kind of like i mean this doesn't seem all right whatever you know
0: yeah the the whole creepy crawly thing yeah, scary yeah. thing is not really my lane mm-hmm. um not to say that the stories being told in that lane aren't great but it's just like the whole motif of that kind of shit is not really my mm-hmm. my game and but the yeah so the storytelling is great now when it starts uh it opens up and you've got the fucking bald guy you can tell all, as soon as it shows this guy you're like well that guy's a fucking vampire yeah also, before you go and watch it, if you have a problem with people's fingernails coming off, don't fucking watch it. Yeah. Because. Or get over it. <laughs> or get over it. Because, dude, if they, if you, you could play a drinking game. Drink every time you see someone's fingernails peeling off. Because right. it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um. Also, drink every time you see a fly, yeah. or drink every time you think someone's about to snatch a fly. Yeah. Because. There are so many times when you see a fly and you're like, someone's going to snatch it. Someone's going to snatch it. And they don't. It's not until almost like the first episode's almost done Mm -hmm. when somebody finally snatches a fly out of the air. But it's always like, oh, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. (laughs) So, So,
1: yeah. So the scene opens and uh there's a man who is, you know, you you only know he's a vampire because of the context of the show. You you have a strong suspicion. It's either that but or he's got like smallpox. Very sick. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's more what they're trying to go for. Is that like he's very very ill and uh-huh. he's in a like nun coven and he's right. being interviewed by these two nuns who yes. are like basically they keep saying like how did you escape right? Yeah, they like, want to know the story of how you got away. They're aware that the legend of uh, Dracula yeah. is 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 probably real and uh right and they they want to know how this man escaped dracula's yeah. clutches it
0: seems like one of them is really convinced like mm-hmm. one of them is like i'm do this shit like this mm-hmm. is my shit and that uh, seems like they build her up to kind of be like different than the rest of the nuns even though you just see those two nuns the way she talks is like eh, this is the kind of stuff i dabble in right mm-hmm. and um yeah and of course, he's he. So he, you you understand that uh, when she walks in, she's got this stack of like a transcript, and she sets it on the table, and she goes, "So we, I know that you wrote your story here. You wrote for like a week and a half when you first got here, when we first brought you here, and um, but we want to hear the story. It seems like you left a lot of things out, so we want to hear your uh, story. So if you could just kind of tell us about it." He mm-hmm. goes, "Well, I wrote it all down. Mm-hmm. Just, just, come on, just mm-hmm. you left some shit out. Just tell me." So he starts telling the story, and of course we start seeing the story play out now when that happened i was like i'm over that like that that cliche of right we're watching somebody tell a story kind of thing it's mm -hmm. like i I can throw a rock and hit a book or hit a movie or hit something that's Mm -hmm. doing the same thing however they do that only up until It coincides like sixty
1: percent of the episode. Yeah, Yeah. that's
0: why that's why I loved it. So at the at at the start, you know, I was like, it's not that bad. Like, of course, it's an interesting thing. Uh, You know, a lot of people have kind of done that, but they didn't. Just it wasn't like the whole story. It was Mm -hmm. like I'm telling this story, and then all of a sudden, the guy, the story that he's telling, catches up to real time.
1: Yeah, because I actually I was a little bit worried that this was going to be like. One of those cliches where it's like an old man like recounting his I'm over. life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it um, wasn't, which yeah. I I loved that. Yeah. So
0: it was him, uh, just sort of, yeah, telling the story. And then all of a sudden, the, the story he's telling catches up to where they yeah. are right there. And then he's and then it proceeds from there onward. Yeah. And um,
1: well, first let's just say that who he was was a essentially a real estate agent back in lawyer, the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. yeah, like he was a lawyer for a real estate kind of person. And Dracula Mm -hmm. was trying to buy property in England, trying to move away from Transylvania. And this man came and uh, to kind of work out the final details. Yeah. And uh, he was only supposed to be there for like a few days. Like a day. Dracula. Dracula. Seduces him. Yeah. And, uh, And that's one thing I really like about this show is that... A lot of things right now in horror, they're trying to modernize or change things, right? Like zombies are faster, right? Werewolves are they can talk uh, uh, <coughs> while they're in their. Phone. Everybody know werewolves can't talk. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but, but I mean, I'm 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 kind of grasping at straws, but I think you understand. Like we're yes. trying to modernize this. They're trying this to. This is straight up Dracula. Yes, he, he doesn't like the cross, but not for the reason you think, right? Which I uh, thought I was really one. fucking cool. I really um, like that. they're yeah, he has to be invited in. Uh-huh. right just like the old stories um he uh he's afraid of like uh, sacred things so like the the at one point they make a line of like sacrament bread and he yes. can't cross the can't, line yes. right they use bible pages nailed down one time to yes. keep him away right um he can shape shift right yes. and he can seduce people which was something that was a power of his um and uh and what is so great is that like in in the second episode at one point um the person that he's talking to kind of picks up on it and and reveals it they reveal that like the blood is more of an addiction like he yeah. does need it for sustenance but it's like he has become addicted to this because yeah. just like the old legends he can take from people's experiences so yeah. if you were to drink the blood of a scientist let's say he can kind of gain their knowledge yeah. and gain their experience so he's almost addicted to this because in a way he cannot be social in in normal ways. So in this way, he's able to like learn about the human experience and mm-hmm. feel human himself. Yeah. So like all this stuff is like really deep, for yes. lack of a better word. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It, of course, he is the bad guy, but it makes you fall in love with the bad guy,
1: right? Yeah. And absolutely. They make you fall in love with the bad yeah. guy.
0: Like, of course, he's really fucked up and really twisted, but it gives you more insight. And, and that, that it, what you pointed on, where it's not modernized. That is something I really wanted to touch on, and like I really wanted to make sure to say that. Yeah, I agree, and I loved that it is when you watch it, it feels like a traditional horror flick. Yeah, it, it really does. Feels like that traditional. Like they were like, you know what we're gonna do? We're not gonna try to make one of these new fandangled twenty eight days later things. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take a story and we're gonna do it well, and we're gonna do it in that motif, and we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna keep it that way. And we're just going to fucking bang it out. And yeah, make it I, awesome. I would say
1: that the only thing that was modernized was the cinematography, which and, was I- yeah. incredibly creative, and you some know? of the gore and whatnot. Yeah, some of the gore. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and uh, which is you know they they didn't necessarily do that just because people were a little more squeamish back in like the black and white days, so they didn't really show things like if people saw that kind of stuff. They were mm-hmm. like, like they yeah. couldn't handle it. Sure, but of course now, you know today's by today's standards, mm-hmm. that stuff is not really that bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, dude, it was just everything about it. and, and um, I love, did you and, and I'm pretty adept at this point at picking up on uh, approaching plot twists mm-hmm. in most um, in, in, in most mediums. Mm-hmm. like pretty good at it. It wasn't until moments before different reveals in this show where i was like oh yeah that's what's happening yeah and like, even
1: even still sometimes during those moments you'd be like oh the, and then they would still throw you a curveball a little bit at least for me there were right. sometimes where like moments before like i had the same experiences of you mandy and i both did where we'd look at each other like no right no and then you're like waiting to be like is this really yeah uh, and then sometimes even in those moments they give you like a little bit of a like, nah, man. Yeah, we got gotcha. you, you. You thought, you fucking thought, you thought, you know? but yeah. you wasn't. Yeah. And so, this is where we want to start saying
0: like spoilers. Like, if you already don't think, like, again, coming from my point of view, I didn't think that, um, I didn't, like, this is not my jam, but it's such it's so good. great storytelling. Yeah. I turned it on and I watched them and I was like, yeah, that's, that's, I just, it It just went over really easy at first. I was like, yeah, whatever, let's just see how it goes, but it just keeps drawing you in. And Would I want to push before it. Seduces can, you? Seduces you, yeah. This is what I want to like really, uh, I kind of want to backpedal a little bit before I like jumping it. forward. So there's an, an, something I really like, but also something I kind of don't like. So, to so dracula when you first meet him he's like this old haggard Decrepid. decrepit decrepit yeah. and he's got the transylvania uh, clumsy uh like the he yeah. pulls the mirror out and he like smacks it off the table and he yeah. goes, i'm so clumsy yeah and then um it's just really decrepit guy right and then the and and johnny the mm-hmm. lawyer that you're talking about who who showed up to get the signatures for the property and whatnot he tells him he goes don't worry i called your um you know, your company and you can stay for one month and you're going to stay with me and I'm going to learn from you. And he's he's saying like all this strange shit to mm-hmm. him and um, he he's like, I'm not a teacher. He's like, don't worry. You just have
1: to just be around me and yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll absorb I'll you. I'll absorb you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And what's cool is that like um, this whole time you're seeing him basically become less decrepit and his English is getting better. Every night. Yeah. Every, every next every day. Every next day, yeah. But they they're still alluding like at this point, they're still just alluding to him being a vampire, right? Like, and you still don't know what version of a vampire he's going to be, right? You don't see him feeding on this guy or whatever, you know? So, yeah.
0: And you're in, and I love, um, the aspects like each morning he wakes up. And again, this is like where some spoilers are like, uh, this is pretty early on in the, in the show. So it's not, you see him, he's old and decrepit the next day he's already fed on this guy a little bit and he wakes up and he's the, the, the Johnny's downstairs at dinner and you see Dracula and he's talking with like an English accent now. Like now he's speaking more, his English is much better and uh, his hair is a little less gray. He's a little less wrinkled and this continues day after day until he's like a much younger, more invigorated looking fellow, like in his forties, right? Not somebody that looks like they're in their seventies or eighties. And, um, Here's I loved that because it shows what the blood does for him. Mm-hmm. It immediately just paints this picture. Uh, the blood allows him to absorb knowledge and mm-hmm. information. Uh, it allow like of that person's life. so now he knows all about that person's life. It allows him to uh, like learn their, their like languages or learn their accents. It uh, gives him life itself. So you learn all of that stuff. Um, but throughout the show, it never reverses. That's one thing I kind of didn't like is he gets to that younger age. Mm-hmm. And now, obviously, you saw the very ending of the second episode. Mm-hmm. This is a big spoiler alert. Uh, there's a lot of years jump. Yeah. When it goes at the very ending of the second episode, it jumps a lot of years. Yeah. And you Like see 250 him. years. Yeah. And
1: he didn't look. He wasn't
0: aged back to his old itself, so
1: well it that makes you wonder how long was he holed up in that castle without a visitor you know yeah it must have because well 250 he, years he, might not he might have been there for a thousand he said years. you
0: there's a number time ta- number of times between the first and the second episode that he says he, he the oldest numbers he ever says is 400 years right 400 years old yeah you're right and so for him to to not feed for a very large fraction of that mm-hmm. and if you look at in the castle uh, from what we can see in the castle he has like a lot of th- shit he's feeding on like he's got mm-hmm. that room filled with boxes of those bodies that he just mm-hmm. stuffs in and he's like I'm done with this stuff it in here like it's not like he was starving to death in this castle uh, not to mention like his like room with his brides and mm-hmm. shit just like weird stuff like so it just i i love that they showed us th- with that uh tool they they in the beginning they showed us how how the blood works for him but i don't like how they didn't stick to the rule of of how it works right they didn't stick to that rule of like well if this is what it does for him then you have to show over time it's got to do the inverse of that and because how did he get to this point at the beginning if it doesn't um but at the same time it's like it doesn't really it doesn't really change yeah
1: and you know one of the things is um that I found interesting that I'm not sure is uh, the only thing I think they change from traditional vampire is that you don't really become a vampire. You become undead. Now you, you can like when he feeds on you, you do start craving blood. Right. But you don't become like immortal in the way that he's immortal. Like you become a dying thing. right? Right. Like that's why the fingernails fall off. And eventually you kind of become a shambling, skeleton style zombie who still creates blood but you lose yourself you lose your personality right Right. so i thought that was interesting too because it's not like castlevania right where you you create an army of vampires by feeding on people you know
0: and i think it's it's like that is right and and what makes dracula so special is that he never lost his humanity he never lost his like Mm -hmm. aristocracy he never lost that And that's what kind of made Johnny blue eyes the, the that first guy a little special and mm. why he was like you're you're good cause when because when he did you're not losing your you're not losing yourself yeah. which is right true for everybody else yeah the they, addiction
1: drove them literally mad yeah yeah um, so yeah dude it was and then at the end I loved that second episode yeah um, because it was almost like a game of Clue. It was like a game of Who Done It, and right. and and the person that he's interviewing or whatever is they're playing a game of chess while yeah. he's describing this story, right? You know,
0: and they're playing, and you're like, and they're back in his castle, mm-hmm. and you're like, how the, f-? that whole time you're stuck thinking like, how when are, you, when are how they going to connect the dots of why they're
1: back in the castle? Yeah, how did how did they get back to the castle? Why are they Andy so cordial was, with, yeah, with each other? So yeah, and then you realize that like he's seduced this yeah. person, and it's all part of his plan. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: like that we've we've kind of tiptoed all around the different things and like it's not we actually didn't spoil too much. Like right. if you kept listening, we actually did a really good job at like kind of tiptoeing around this yeah, whole thing. Yeah,
1: because I feel like the the charm of this show is it unraveling in front of you. So, we, yeah. you know, I feel like we gave enough to where it's like, hey, this is a really interesting take on a very classic story. Cinematography is great, music is great. Uh, the acting is like superb, truly yes. superb. Like yes. there was not one character in that show that i didn't believe like i was fully immersed Yeah, the actors are all so great and um uh, yeah the, the
0: yeah every every everything you said the the story everything is just it's really it's a great piece of television and i think it's uh it's super entertaining to watch and i think it's a must watch and you should definitely go and binge it and uh tell us what you think you can yeah. call in uh 706-200-1213 what do you think about dracula or write in road soda mail at gmail.com tell us what you think that was a little bit longer of our millennial book club but that was a really really good fucking yeah that was a i fucking it was it. it deserved it it deserved it so the next next week what we are going to be watching on uh, the millennial book club is called lock and key now as i'm talking to you i'm trying to pull this up right now but it's called Lock and Key, and why this just came out on Netflix, uh, but why I'm so excited to, to watch it here. It says, after their dad's murder, three siblings move their mom to his ancestral state uh, where they discover magical keys that unlock powers and secrets, right? So it's season one. Uh, each episode's 56 minutes long. There is 10 episodes, and it's called Lock and Key. Now, Lock and Key was... A graphic novel, written ooh. It I'm was a, yes. It was a graphic novel, written by uh, fuck. What is his name? It's a pen name, because it wasn't the guy's actual name. Mm-hmm. But it's Stephen King's son. Ooh. I do, and that's all I remember because I remember finding it and opening it up, and they did like they they mentioned that uh, it's it's a, a piece made by stephen king's son i think he does write under a pen name just so people aren't like oh it's stephen king's son let's see if we uh, see if he matches up right yeah exactly it's usually what people do if they have like really prolific parents Mm
1: -hmm. um you know like a lot of my favorite musicians will release music under a different alias so that they can explore different spaces without disappointing their fans basically like Aphex twin has recorded under tons of names uh com trues that a lot of people know he's into like he's like a synth wave guys like uh, gotten some traction in the last decade. Uh, a lot of people don't know that uh, Airline 67 is another, like, kind of electronic band, and that's him, too, you know? Oh, and wow. So it's a way to explore different spaces. Like, let's say I normally make metal uh, and I want to make like uh, uh, something with like clean vocals and stuff. Well, I'll do it under a different name. Yeah, because it, if you draw the same fans in, they're going to be like, what the fuck yeah. is this shit, Justin Which what is what doing? happened with Tycho last year. So Tycho released an album that musically was pretty good but it was way more poppy than his other stuff and he had a female vocalist on every song this is a guy whose first album was basically a boards of canada straight copy and then the next three albums he evolved into his own thing it was like post-rock meets ambient meets trip-hop it was like really great and then he comes out with this album and it's like a female vocalist and so it's funny he got so he got so well it's fine (laughs) (laughs) it's just it should have been something different because now this is an indie pop band not a a post-rock band but what's funny is now the end of this month, he's releasing an album called simulcast where he's taking all of those songs and re-releasing them and reworking them as instrumentals for like his core fans. I don't know. He's pretending he always planned to do that, but I 100% believe it was the backlash of like, Hey man,
0: what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like he was trying is... to experiment. He should have done it differently. <clears throat> should have yeah. done
1: her a different name. Anyways, I'm so sorry. Pen no, name, that's Stephen exactly. King. So yeah.
0: uh, it's Stephen King's son mm-hmm. and he wrote this graphic novel. I remember picking it up. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was like IMG. That was <coughs> the imprint that it was under. Mm-hmm. But it was, um, uh, I never actually read it, but I picked it up and looked at it a couple different times. And the only reason I never read it is because I didn't, I could, I couldn't find like one, two and three. Like it was, I would pick up two and I couldn't find one Mm -hmm. and three other places. I was like, I don't want to even start reading it until I can have a couple of them in front of me. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, but obviously now it's turned into a show. This is season one. There's 10 episodes. It's, let's fucking check it out. Lock and key. Tell us what you think and uh, join us on the next episode and we will discuss lock and key on the Millennial Book Club. And of course, the phone number again for the message to leave is 706-200-1213. And you can also uh, email us mail at gmail.com. Ooh, that one, that one almost took it out of me. But you know what? it uh, It's also something kind of invigorating about a road study. When, yep. Once you just crush them, you just fucking crush it against your forehead. Yep. What did you uh, what did you learn?
1: I learned that reverse psychology doesn't work on canine unit dogs.
0: No, especially if they can't read. Yeah. Because if that dog could read, it would not.
1: It would not even, like, I smell it, but I
0: don't know drugs are that bad. Then who would do that? Yeah. Only an idiot mm-hmm. would do something like that. I learned um, that you know, killing a 95 year old man with a pillow is equatable to you know, climbing up the world's tallest
1: mountain. You know, it puts you puts you in, puts yeah, you in so a club. Yeah, you know? it does put you in a club. Did
0: um, we learn anything else?
1: Um, I don't know, but I do have a short anecdote that I'd like to share. I'd love to. If hear that's it. okay. So, love to. Um, and actually, if Grant is still listening, he this is. is. This is kind of for him. Okay. 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 So I played this game whenever we go out to bars Mm -hmm. that have the tune touch or touch tune, whatever. It's like a jukebox that you can access from your phone. Mm -hmm. What I like to do is I like to play rock that progressively gets heavier and the bartenders have a cutoff switch that they can like stop the music. So I like to see how far I can push it. And also I like watching the people around because it goes from like a lot, a lot of, a lot of pop country and a lot of like Nothing's wrong with this this music, uh, right. but, but a lot of like classic hits, you know, like Journey yeah. and stuff yes, like that, you yes. know? And then every now and then it'll be like, so I start off with uh, last night, m- you know, my wife was celebrating, having right. finished her, her second rotation. She got out with some jujitsu friends and um, started off with a song called Black Tongue by okay. Mastodon. Okay. It's pretty heavy, but it's it's not metal. You know what right. I mean? Like it's like it's, more it's, melodic. It's, and yeah, kinda it's, yeah, it's heavy rock, um, but it's still pretty brutal. The drums are great. Mm-hmm. So it went over okay, but you could definitely see that after Brad Paisley and the Mastodon comes on, people were kind of like, okay. what the fuck? Who's putting this on? Yeah. <laughs> so then the next song I played was this song by Gojira called Silvera off their album in 2017. Like heavier music, but still like singing, right? <laughs> and, uh... It, was, it didn't go over well at all. No. People were not digging it. We were all, I thought it was funny. And then I was like, you know what? I've never done this before. You gotta push it. I looked for uh, Meshuggah. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're a Swedish progressive metal band. Mm-hmm. And they basically gave birth to a whole new genre of metal mm-hmm. with polymeters and polyrhythms and weird time signatures. And not to say that other bands didn't use this, but also their specific guitar tone with the tight noise dates, so everything's real staccato. They don't let notes ring out. So it'd right. be like, I love that. that it gives it, it's, st- yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And the drummers, instead of relying on like typical metal tropes where it's like always double kick or like, you know, typical rhythms, the drummer follows only the music. So the drumming is very melodical. So like every note, every drum has a purpose, every hit, and then the cymbal will keep time. So you can groove. And then they're all dancing around that, So it's in four. Almost all their songs are in four, contrary to popular belief. It's the phrasing around it in the polymeters that make it feel like it's in a weird time singer. So anyways, put on this song called Bleed by Meshuggah. And I chose this song for a very specific purpose because I knew it was going to be heavy. I knew people were going to hate it. And because the bar is so loud, I knew that the ambient break in the middle would be too quiet, and people would think the song was over. And finally, <laughs> and it comes was like, in with uh, a super heavy breakdown, right. <laughs> and I, I like engineered this. And uh, when the song goes to the ambient break, people cheered because it was over. Really? They, They're like, "Oh, they, finally!" They, yeah, people are like, "Thank God!" They were cheering, and uh, and Dave, uh, Dave Gackey, he goes, "Oh, they cut it off." He's like, there's more. I was like, no, dude, this is the ambient break. He's like, you no, know, I can't hear. He's like, I'm telling you, dude. I'm dude, telling you, there's did, more. <laughs> they think that they think it's over. We've got them. Yeah. <laughs> and, dude, when the song came back in, there was an audible groan uh, from the dude. whole bar. Just, oh, my God. oh, my God. And dude, it was like, I was ecstatic. And then they ended up cutting the song right. when it came back on. Because they like, do have you know, that kill yeah, switch. Yeah, they were like, we're done. Yeah, you're done. So it takes it... it only Because t- one of the bartenders, I heard the female bartender was like, oh my God, it's still going. And like <laughs> It was so great, dude. It was so great. And it, nobody knew it was us, but... I love it. And it takes somebody who's
0: only very... Um, Knowledgeable in music to be able to do that to be able to find the progression like hey, they're gonna like this one Yeah, uh, we're gonna lose them a little here. Yeah. We're gonna fucking lead them out in the woods here And then it's and gonna get real, bit, real gonna brutal. Get but it I was just
1: it. the audible groan when the breakdown came back after the ambient break and by ambient break I mean like clean guitar no drums like they the song for all intents and purposes were over because the noise of the bar drowned it out. Right. And it was just it was it made my night. It was so great. Just it comes back on and everybody's like, Oh and the that, bartender goes, Oh, it's st-. I forget what she said, but it was someone along the lines of like, Jesus, it's still going I and know. then she cut it off. So.
0: Dude, I, lo- I fucking that is that's a fun game to play. That's yeah. kinda of social experiment. You take it outside, you you have a that
1: extra little Thing to be yeah. doing when you're out and with do everybody. you know a uh, Gustavo from Jiu Jitsu? Uh, maybe if I, I,
0: so I don't, I might as
1: This time, but I let other people in on the game, and Gustavo mm. has a different strategy. Uh-oh. He tries to play really annoying pop music, oh, okay. And he actually has done the best of anyone in this game because he played the best day ever song from the SpongeBob movie, right? And it got cut faster than anything I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Gustavo, like, you know how to get it done, man. <laughs> That's right, like, yeah. I know like, how to get them like, to cut that smart, shit. Man. That was good.
0: But I didn't even, it was their fault for even having it as a choosable song, you know? That's what I Because at what bar is it not going to I gonna couldn't get cut?
1: believe Meshuga or Meshuga, I always mispronounce it. I couldn't believe Meshuga was on the list. I was like, why are they, oh, yeah. Because, well, there I guess
0: there is a bar where those things are set up, and that's going to sure. be, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. anyways. Well, fuck yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I want to leave you with something, uh, the same thing we always leave you with, and that's um, go to bed early. Just go to bed early and um of course let me remind you that uh, next week we are wa- uh, we're reviewing lock and key in the millennial book club and we are watching uh, we play we're playing Guildlings mm-hmm. in the arcade and uh we'll catch you next week with all the fun stuff uh road soda has got for you. Thank you for joining us. Um, you can reach out to us at roadsodamail at gmail.com. or call us 706-200-1213 leave a voicemail. And thank you again for Cracking a road soda. Go to bed early, right?
1: Go to bed early. Go to bed early.